0: Absolute Radio Country is filled with the best sounds from Nashville 24 hours a day. But even we can't fit in everything. You'll find a full story right here. This is Country Music Talk, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music.
1: Hello, I'm Balen Leonard, and welcome to another edition of the Country Music Talk podcast. Uh, on today's episode... We're all about British country music with one of the UK's biggest and best-known duos and twins, Ward Thomas. Yes, Catherine and Lizzie, they're back with a brand-new album and a brand-new tour, and we're so happy that they came into Absolute Radio Country Studios for a well-earned catch-up. So let's not hang about. Let's start the podcast.
0: This is the Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country.
1: Oh, this is exciting because we have one of the biggest... Like a tent pole in the UK country scene. Friends who I haven't seen in a while, and I'm so excited because they are back with their fifth studio album. It's called Music and the Madness. It's coming out next year. Catherine and Lizzie Ward Thomas, welcome back.
2: Hello. <laughs> Thank you for having
1: us. Hey, it's a pleasure. I say back because. Um, We've met loads of times, but it's been a while. I can't remember the last time that we were together in a Mm -hmm. building with a big antenna on top. So uh, (laughs) what have you guys been up to?
2: Well, we've been working on this next album. We've been doing trips, going to Nashville. Oh, yeah. um, Writing all the time, and we've been enjoying kind of having a bit of time to kind of really write music that we really are passionate and want to write about really. and
1: somebody got married as well oh, yeah
2: yes. yeah it's
3: been quite a, an intense year so <laughs> yes. lots lots to report and then hopefully it'll be even more intense next year with an mm. album out so and d-
1: wait who got married who got it married it was me Catherine. Oh, okay congratulations Catherine, thank you was there singing at the wedding
3: so no live singing okay uh lizzie wrote a song Great. but she yeah. was not allowed to perform it live because um, she
2: was, was gonna fall rude? apart. No, <laughs> it was all emotional and it lovely and It was very emotional, sweet. but I'm a hideous crier. So right. I'll, I'll literally go. Hoo, hoo, hoo. And the thing is, I feel like when you're
3: si- when you're like doing a speech and you shed a tear, some people, you know, they just wipe a little one single tear away, and sure. it's all like moving. movie tear,
1: beautiful. Yeah,
3: but when you're singing and you're trying to stop crying It ends up coming out in the song yes so it would be like and it just i was like no <laughs> i really just think that it would be yeah. nice for you not to have to worry about that so she recorded it and we played out, the played out. <laughs> and it was it, and there was not a dry eye in the room so thank god she didn't <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sing it live
1: um is this a song that we will ever hear like yeah, is it on I the think, new album
3: yeah it uh, isn't okay. but it's is definitely
2: something that um we'd like to share with the world yeah. Because it's I very think we'll, I think it'll be a really nice kind of personal song that we'll share randomly out in the open. Yeah, and it's one of those that's like very specific to like marriage and siblings
3: because it's such a big transition when one of your siblings gets married and especially when you're so close like me and you do everything together so it was a big yeah. it was a big deal and I'm sure that there's hundreds and thousands of people out there that know exactly what that feels like so
1: oh that's lovely well listen we've got plenty of great new music you know we can we can wait yeah for <laughs> yeah, that yeah. one so I have only heard Justice and Mercy so far from Music and the Madness and I have to say we absolutely love it we've been playing it a lot I've always Loved what you guys do. It's a bit of a gear shift, it's a bit of a change in direction, and I don't know if that's fair or not. So, it feels a lot more kind of rootsy, it's a very authentic sounding song. It feels like it sits quite naturally in the Americana world, but obviously appeals to loads of other things as well. So, is that fair of me to have been saying that? Have I been lying?
3: That's music to our ears. We love hearing that. I mean, with this song specifically, when we wrote Justice and Mercy, we were kind of trying to make sense of all the insane things that were going on in the world Mm. and put it into this crazy person that is the the character in the song and it made so much sense when we were writing it to sort of set it in like a western old film and like with
2: cowboys, like Western cowboys. yeah, and so, in so it black. felt very
3: much like a country
2: Americana vibe from the beginning. We love writing songs like this; it's like our favorite thing to do. A real story—you get really into the mm. story and build the character, and um, build all the different perspectives of all the different people and how they view this one individual. Um, so we got really—it was a really fun writing session. Um, and we've also been listening to a lot of Americana. So it's really interesting that you said that. We're massive fans of Brandy Carlisle and Chris yes. Stapleton. And so I think that's come out in this album a lot more because of our influences that we've been listening to a lot more recently.
1: And also it's so broad, isn't it, um, yeah. Americana? Like there, and you guys have always been kind of tricky to put into a box you know obviously country was the overriding theme of what you were doing but you always had different influences and, and styles and sounds within there so it's really nice to see you really going for it yeah. with it with a different sound i love it so yeah. congratulations oh, on that you. did you write it when you were in nashville you said you've been out in nashville writing a lot is this one of the ones that you wrote there
2: yes we wrote this in february um with cheyenne meadows and rebecca powell which was and it was that was a great trip. We actually wrote a lot of the songs on Music in the Madness on that trip. Um, so we were in very much the Nashville vibe, right? And yes. We love going there because you just feel like you go over there, you're living, you're breathing music yeah. the whole time, and so. That's why we love going over there and writing and creating so much, because it just feels very productive and it's really exciting. And yeah, were you in productive? one of those writing
1: places that was like an, an old house that became a writing room, or were you kind of in different places? We were in a sitting
2: Nashville? room. For, the,
3: for Justice and Mercy, we were sat in a sitting room sure. in an old room. It's lovely,
1: house. isn't it? Because it, I think that sort of thing, it, it does have an influence on what comes out of that, doesn't it? The, yeah. the environment in which you write.
3: Yeah, I think every single little thing that happens in that moment has like an effect on the song i think it was bob dylan that said that like there's only a certain amount of songs in one guitar because it's like as soon as you put pick up a different guitar and it has a slightly different sound or you're in a room that you're feeling cozy and warm or you're feeling like stressed Mm. or like all of that is so influential to the kind of song you get out of the day Mm. um and it did feel like it was sort of a rainy day in february and we were sort of writing this dark song about a crazy person yeah it's
2: like the dark kind of guitar part
1: how important is it to do all of this in Nashville? Most of your stuff was kind of done in the UK in the beginning, right? And and mm-hmm. slowly Nashville has been integrated. So how important is it for you to kind of keep that foot in Nashville?
2: I think with all of our connections as well that we've made in Nashville, mm. we've made some really close relationships and friendships that we love writing with. And I feel we write our best stuff with people that we are really close to as well because you have this kind of freedom of saying whatever you want to say in the writing room and we love going over there and meeting new people it's just being in that kind of musical environment that is really important when we're creating
3: yeah um, i think
2: i mean we've recorded a lot over here but from the beginning we were sort of writing in
3: nashville mm. and the productivity and the the headspace that we're in when we're there is just slightly different to when we're here and that's not to say we haven't written songs here that very much deserve a place on this record and have done but there's mm. something specifically about being in the atmosphere of country people understanding country so much it's in their bones they've grown up with it and we're desperate to have be a part of that which is because obviously coming from the uk it's not in the same way we've not grown up with it in the same way we're sort of trying to be like hey we would love to be a part of this world can you and show us the ropes put our
2: twist on it but also also when we're in nashville we've got all these opportunities to go and see loads of live music as well in the evenings Mm. and that has a big effect on uh, like the vibe of the song that we're writing out there. And I feel like sometimes when we're writing over here at home with a cup of tea, we write a lot more of our kind of ballads or kind <laughs> of you know <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> harmony really kind of meaningful songs and in nashville we're like justice and mercy music and the madness do you guys have
1: places now that you love to go in nashville that you go a lot or because
3: yeah oh. we have our favorite go-to spots yes um, what are they we love a Friday's breakfast good yeah we love i'm trying to think of all the the bars five points
1: pizza yes. surely very oh, good yeah, yeah I always ad- i always burger s- up as well oh yeah
3: and a cocktail at Pinewood Social. It's so funny, that's isn't nice. it? Because
1: um, this must happen to you as well. You can be kind of any, any of those spots that you just mentioned, or a myriad of others in Nashville, and end up meeting A, the most random people, but also some of the most like connected and important and people in, and in the music business. You, yeah. you know, know, at like 2 a.m. outside of Five Points Pizza, getting a takeaway slice. Yes. You can just meet so many different people. It's <laughs> great. But I guess that's the, the thing about it being Music City is that literally those people are everywhere. Yeah, all they the time. literally
3: are. And it's funny because they I mean I think Nashville's changed a lot since we've started going because it's grown so much it's like so much bigger than when we started but it still feels like a big small town Mm. because you still run into people that you've met hundreds of times in the same cafes that you just wouldn't really expect because there's so many people there but you still run into the same old same old lot, you know but, what I mean?
1: Yeah. So you've got the album coming out, uh, Music in the Madness, that's coming out in March and a tour? In April. In
3: April. Yeah, the yeah.
1: tour is coming as well. So when was the last time you guys toured?
3: this time last year November and December we and was were that when tour. you did
1: the acoustic thing because there yes. was all that delay with COVID and stuff like that
3: yeah it was a it was a funny tour for us because it was like we obviously announced the tour dates when we were releasing the sort of unfiltered tour from our last album Restless Minds and it was going to be the sort of stripped back unfiltered mm-hmm. um, and then we put out an album invitation in the meantime so then we had a set that was kind of an invitation tour but it was also stripped back and more acoustic so um, it felt like a sort of two tours in one, um, which was quite fun, but I think it's more exciting in some ways to go on a tour that's very much like the Music and the Madness tour. We can structure it very much. We know we're going on tour in April. We know that we don't have to yeah. postpone it this time, which is <laughs> yes, really nice. Yes.
1: And so, what what, what are we going to look forward to in this tour? What's it going to be like? Because after kind of doing you know that whole period of that we just talked about, and then now this is like big tour, big new album. Yeah. Are you pulling out all the all the stops, all the bells and whistles? I
2: think we are. I think we're excited to pull out. All the bells and whistles, because also Catherine and I are at a different stage of our lives now. Catherine's just got married. Mm -hmm. We're, uh, you know, in our later twenties. We're, we're excited to show everyone kind of our new face and our new kind of sound. I mean, it's it's the same kind of rootsy sound, but it's more cohesive. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got more material now, and also we've toured enough so that we can kind
3: of structure the set to be more like a journey. We we want to do the. Throwing all of the bells and whistles out, and then pulling it all the way back, and just doing it back to me and Lizzie singing, and yeah. we, we've got the songs, and we've got the hopefully experience now to be able to structure a show that feels
2: like that a we're story really as well. Yeah. yeah, taking you on a story.
1: And you guys have been out with some big people. You've seen how it's done. Like you were out with Brad Paisley, and that is a big, big show.
2: That yeah. was
3: it. Yes, and I mean, we've got some. Was- we've got some funny stories, <laughs> actually. Oh gosh! Oh from yeah, our, go on. We're listening. <laughs> well, we um, we went on stage and sang whiskey. Last Alibi with him, but we quickly rehearsed it before we went on stage with him to do that song. And there's a lot of she's and he's. So you hear she put that bottle to her head instead of she put that bottle to his head. And you end up saying the he's and the she's all in the wrong place. And we kept sort of singing it. And then in front of him, me And as he looked at each other and we were like, no, you're doing that bit. No, you're doing that bit. We and we like, suddenly thought... in front of him. Yeah, I think he thought he was being punked because we were like, no, 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 I promise we will. we be able to do this.
1: It's
3: like we're suddenly going to go and sing this in front of 16,000 people. We will... Well, ve- no, you know, promise.
1: very on trend, you know, gender fluid, like, yeah, you know, that's true, that, all the doors are open. It's so just I just didn't think-
3: want to look like a murder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And of course, you've been out with The Shire, has been, uh, you know, he has his very own show yes. here on Absolute Radio Country. So you guys kind of came up together, right? So you must have some good old stories about Ben that we can embarrass him with.
3: It no. was the early days. We. It was fun, actually, when we were on tour with them, because it was really nice to have, I think, each other to be doing it together because in that stage of both of our careers country in the UK was at very much an infant stage yes
1: well it was just you guys yeah and yeah. so we
3: were sort of trying to be like it, it made everything feel more yeah. like a movement because we were both doing it we were seeing the people come out to the shows, we were we were doing a song together every night. So, I mean, it was all positive. Yeah. I don't think we have any embarrassing we stories had, for. We we had a
2: really fun night one night because it was our drummer's birthday, and we all decided, and we had a, we all had a day off the next day, so we all decided to go out in Norwich. Was it Norwich? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think so. And we so. all
2: got very drunk and dancing like idiots on the dance floor. And I think we all saw a different side to, like, it's the our childish side. Yeah, right. It's an important thing
3: on a tour, yeah, especially is. when you're touring with lots of other people that you don't know. You need that icebreaker.
1: Yeah, of course. Like, yeah,
3: sometimes it kind of happens later on in the tour when everyone's slightly more comfortable around each other. And yeah. then all pretenses go and everyone's just completely themselves. The inner themselves. child all, yeah.
2: all comes out.
1: <laughs> and also that's when you become like friends yeah, exactly. as well, you know, as opposed to like, oh, colleagues or, yeah. you know, we respect each other yeah, or like whatever. And you
2: start mocking yeah. each other in a, you know, funny way. Yeah, until you've jokes. had
1: an embarrassing night out together. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, you that's to. when it really happens. Well, we have to talk about your animals because my dog Clyde's running around the studio as we speak and um, I know you guys have loads of animals. I think I follow Ward Thomas Animals on Instagram oh. or something, right? <laughs> they are not own. very good on that Instagram <laughs> account.
3: We need to be a bit more, um, we need to put some more content up. Yeah, um, We're yes. ready
1: for it whenever you're, re- whenever oh, you're ready. You're, you've been busy. <laughs> Busy, but They're
3: i'm just there not as up for the photographs that you know they well, get a poppy, ca- a,
2: a poppy i've got a little miniature shetland she loves a picture. She's yeah. always and you know she's so photogenic.
1: With Clyde, everybody's like, "Oh, you should get his own Instagram account." I'm like, I barely have time I know, to update well, my own, let alone it's, get Clyde an Instagram I know, account. It's but so he fun. gets far more likes than but I it do. But it's so, so fun
3: following animals on Instagram. Like I'm a follower of animal Instagram accounts. We decided to make a all Thomas animals account because we we're like, let's just love them all in one. But you so have we loads. Have like, <laughs> let's
1: go through some of the animals that you have. So go on.
3: So there's um, loads. We have between us, catherine obsession
2: of birds.
3: I do have, and then I've got five chickens and three ducks. Yes, <laughs> um, I love <laughs> right. my I love my poultry. There, they and make but do you get your eggs day. from them? I get eggs from my chickens. My ducks haven't really started laying much, um, but oh my, my chickens God. are very. I wouldn't know. Do you the duck eggs? I don't being think. Really cute well, right they're now. kind of <laughs> similar to chicken eggs. <laughs> they're just a little bit bigger, a little bit richer in taste. But I don't get duck eggs anyway. I just get chicken eggs. Got you. Um, and then I've got a horse, and lizzie has got a Shetland, and then we have four dogs between us. Oh. Yeah. Clyde so, should yeah. come over
1: for a visit. Oh,
2: He'd oh, on really well with Fergus. My um, partner's dog's called Fergus, and we all live together. And my dog's called Twiggy. Oh. But Fergus and Clyde would be...
1: He can have a play date.: He yeah. saw his first cow buds. last weekend.: How did he oh, It was the take best it. day of his life. I <laughs> can't believe it.
3: Oh my God, they are <laughs> quite scary, I think, because I've got a little working cock spaniel, and she um, we live right next to a field that used to have cows in it, now they've got sheep in it, but she used to just sit and bark at them all day.: <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. very confused. Cocker
3: spaniels are quite nuts, though, aren't they? Mm. They' are quite. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah you, don't, you don't get a cock spaniel if you want like an easy, calm life.
1: No, uh, words to live by. Thank you for that. Yeah, I mean, I love
3: her more than anything, but you need to have a very active life to be able to to keep up with them.
1: Well, you guys are so busy. You're certainly active. Um, Music in the Madness coming out in March. Uh, The tour begins in April. I can't wait to see all the great things that lie ahead for you. Always a pleasure. Thank you guys so much
2: for coming in to see us. Thank you for having us. The Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country.
0: An in-depth look. Behind the scenes
1: at the world of country music. So great to have Ward Thomas, Lizzie, and Catherine back making music and back in the studio, talking to us on Absolute Radio Country. Remember, if you love country music, anyone remember if you love country music and you want to make sure that you never miss out on the latest from the biggest stars and artists, then you got to subscribe to the Country Music Talk podcast. That way, you'll never miss a moment and you'll get all the full interviews as they come out. And, of course, Absolute Radio Country is the place to hear the best country music. We're the most exciting country station in the U.K., so just tell your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country, and there we are. I'll be back soon with more amazing artists, but in the meantime, just do one thing for us. Keep it country.
0: If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters, and we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the U.K., or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country.